0: Welcome to the Parenting is Heartwork podcast. I'm Dr. Scott Taransky, and I'm here today with Elena Svetslot from the Netherlands, and today we're going to talk about some very important things in this area of parenting. We want to talk to you about rules. We want to talk to you about morality in children. We want to talk to you about how we can raise children who have an internal uh, kind of compass to do what's right. Oh, this is going to be a great time for us to interact together and present some material that will really change families' lives. So, uh, I'm glad you're tuning in, and Elena, welcome. I'm glad you're joining with me today.
1: Hi, everyone. Hi, Dr. Scott. Indeed, such a interesting and valuable uh, topic today rules. Uh, we all have them. We all follow them, or at least we want to follow them, and we all want our children to follow them. So I'm so um excited really to talk about this because I know many parents are um, curious to learn more and uh, will be benefiting from this. So, How about, Dr. Scott, telling us a bit more about a definition or introducing us to how you look at rules, how you think about rules?
0: Well, first of all, if we look at God and and His uh, Word, we see a lot of rules. Now, when I say rules, I'm talking about kind of instruction rules, rules of the game, how to play the game fairly, how to live life successfully. We know there are certain things that, when we do them, um, produce certain results. We know that, God knows that, and he expects us to obey him so that we can end up in this place of blessing that he wants us to do. Now, um, uh, the Christian life isn't just about morality. It's about knowing Jesus Christ personally. But once we know Christ, then we have access to the, the rules of the game, so to speak, the way that we live. And when we know that, then we can move forward. There's a lot of people today who just live life based on what they feel like doing, or uh, what they think might be the best idea. And, uh, and consequently, they end up in places they don't expect to end up in. And because they mess up in their lives, people who just live their lives by doing whatever they feel like doing end up in trouble. Now, let's apply that to children. Because a lot of times, children want to do what they want to do. They don't want to follow the instructions of parents or follow guidelines, they want to cut corners. They want to get around the rules, and that is a dangerous thing. So, one of the things we want to do is a very spiritual thing. We want to help our children be able to submit to the rules that God has laid out for us. And in order to do that, they need to learn how to submit to the rules that we lay out in family life. That's why this is so important. It's so strategic for children to understand there are some guidelines in life. This is what we're going to do. So, as parents, we're always setting up rules. And that's what I think we're going to do today. We're going to talk about how to set up those rules effectively so we're not turning our family into a military base. You know, we're uh, we're actually teaching our children lessons that they will use for the rest of their lives. Much of that comes from the way we set up our family. So I think parents are going to appreciate this particular episode.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think rules are something that are everywhere, not only in our family life, but at work, um, out when and about so it's so it's, it's absolutely important to to understand them it makes me think um a bit about well a bit more about jesus and the pharisees um because we're talking about rules um as a follow-up of our love for god and the, and our desire to obey him and it makes me think about all the amount of rules that the pharisees were making as um as a consequence um is that the correct word um of the fact that they wanted to follow god and they wanted to love him and in your book um dr scott you talk about rules are values put into action um they're the practical application of what we believe so and i really like that because i think sometimes we lose the track on why we why those rules are and we're speaking to our children we're speaking of our children about the rules and, and don't really go back to, to talk to them about the values. Um, and just like the Pharisees, sometimes we just get lost in all the rules without really looking at the heart. So I think it's so valuable. Um, and I, when I read your chapter from, from the Home Improvement book, I really learned a lot about how valuable is to actually think at the connection between the rules and the values. How would you, how would you um, uh, describe that?
0: Well, you know, when we wrote this book, Home Improvement, which is really, we're taking these podcasts right now out of the, the book uh, Home Improvement because it's our new release of the audiobook, and then we have the ebook, and we have the, the written physical book already. So this new audiobook, we call it Home Improvement, the parenting book you can read to your kids, because the first part of every chapter is a fictional story, and then the last part of every chapter is the teaching component. Well, what we're trying to do in this particular chapter is help parents think through the rules they have and see if they're really the rules they want to have. Now, most of the rules we have in family life are not written down. They're unspoken rules. Rules like when you leave the bathroom, make sure you turn off the light. Or when we eat together, we all come together to the table. Uh, So those are rules that are unspoken rules. When When you get up in the morning, you need to make your bed. Those are kind of the rules of the family. So think in terms of rules as the way we operate in our home. But what, the reason we have those rules is because they, because they come out of certain values that we have. So your point about the Pharisees is well taken. We don't want to just have kids following rules mm. for the sake of rules, and that's why we wrote this chapter. We believe that if parents will look at the rules and they will examine them, they will actually realize that the rules come from certain values that they hold and they'll be able to teach those values to children so that children can be more successful in life. So the values and the rules go together. Let's make the connection not only for ourselves to make sure these are the right rules we want to have in our home, but let's also uh, make sure our children understand the connection because that's, uh, those are the convictions we have. Then we want our children to be able to grasp those convictions.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's important to actually think about our values um, at a more deeper level than just to have some idea of them. I, I don't think many of us actually think about the rules and then go back at the root to understand what value is driven by that. We, we love God and we want our children to love God. And because we love God, we don't we want to follow Him and we want to do the right thing. So that's, that's giving us a food for thought when it comes about rules but how what what would be the best way how would be the best way um dr scott for parents for us to connect um and let's start by connecting for ourselves um the rules to the values and then probably the part the second part of the question would be and how could we talk about that um about them with our children
0: it's a really good question because i i go through parents in an exercise to try to determine what are the rules of your home and why do you have them mm. and it's really interesting sometimes parents will say whoa <laughs> i realize that i i have a rule that i don't even agree with now in my family like one mom was saying we have a rule in our home that uh we have a bedtime of nine o'clock for our kids um, on weekdays, but on the weekends they can stay up as long as they want. And uh, and I'm saying, well, what's the value you're trying to teach? And the value is self-discipline uh, during the week, and that's a good value. But what are you teaching on your weekends? Uh, and mom <laughs> realized that she was saying, I guess I'm teaching that they don't have to have self-discipline on weekends; they could just enjoy themselves. And I, I just got to tell you, when your teens get to be uh, when you get to have teenagers, I think you're probably going to rethink <laughs> that because you don't want to have as a value. You can do whatever you want on the weekend. It just leads to all kinds of problems. Mm-hmm. Another, uh, another dad said, uh, I, I had a rule growing up. I kept it in my family. It was a rule that, you know, when we put food on your plate, you need to everything eat everything on your plate. <laughs> and he started thinking about that, and he realized, you know, we got a lot of eating problems in our mm-hmm. society. I don't think I want my child to have in his mind you need to eat everything on your plate. Uh, there may be something I learned growing up in that, but I just don't want that to be a rule in my family. I have different values uh, now that I think are very important. So I think checking our values uh, and our rules, tying them together is very helpful for uh, just, again, uh, kind of getting our own selves on track even before we talk about our kids.
1: Yeah. And I do encourage parents to go and have a li- read or listen to chapter five in your book, and there they can learn more about how to do that in their own families um, and how to sit down and explore together um, this foundational uh, values and principles. And in fact, you do um, give three um, starter values, as you call them, and that is obedience, respect, and kindness. Um, And from these three spring a lot of, um, can spring a lot of rules. And I really love this chapter because it really brings it so much, um, so much into practice for us um, and can really teach us a lot. So, um, Dr. Scott, how about children who, let's say, um, um, or parents who, and children, families, who have trouble um, or maybe don't see necessarily a way, that they can do this. Maybe they have a lot of rules. Uh, they're a bit um, confused. They don't, you know, they don't see a, a, a value in it or they don't know how to start. How would you uh, advise them?
0: That's a good question. I, I think some families are overbearing in their rules. I mean, they got rules for everything. And, mm. and although those uh, practices may be helpful, uh, we also have to have this sense of um, grace that exists in family life where we're Allowing God's grace to work in people's lives, and we as parents are demonstrating that grace with kids as well. So there has to be some flexibility here. But there are these general principles that we have that uh, children need to know. I mean, do kids know why we go to church on Sunday? It's not optional. Mm-hmm. You know, we say, you know, that's one of the things we do as a family is we go to church on Sunday. We eat meals together. Why do we do that? And we describe that. We talk about it. We, why do we turn electronics off or park our phones at the at the door when we eat a meal. Uh, there are reasons that we do those things, and parents can talk about those and implement them. Now, this is where I think it becomes very important. I do think that some parents uh, have so much kind of flowing, with, their families flowing with flexibility, that they may not be teaching their children the things they want to teach them. And so that's where I think parents might need to say this is a rule. It's especially interesting and helpful when parent, when children get to be teenagers. Because teenagers, they don't want to follow the rules. They want to get around the rules or whatever. And so sometimes there's disagreements about what kind of party we go to on Friday night um, or what kind of movies we watch and so on. And so those are challenges. And I think this is where it particularly becomes helpful, mm-hmm. that we know that there are values behind rules because we're not just saying this because it's the rule in our house. Yeah. We're saying we're doing this in our family because uh, this is um, a part of our conviction. This is how we live life. Uh, one mom told her daughter at 16 years old, she says, look, it sounds like you have ideas about how you want to organize your family when you get to be a mom someday. I would encourage you to start creating a journal of all the ways you're gonna do things different than I'm doing them. But right now, you're living in our home. We have some convictions about how we live and." That's why we do what we do. So you're going to have to uh, comply with these rules in this home uh, because that's what how we live. And they're based on our convictions. And explaining the convictions is really important because it often makes it more palatable for young people to grasp the idea and receive it. So I think that we have to do some work here even in the way we communicate it to our children.
1: Yeah. And Dr. Scott, how do you recommend to, for, to deal with this for example, when parents don't agree with the, the same or don't have the same rules or don't want, don't, cannot agree on the same rules, how should they deal with that?
0: Yeah, this is a challenge and it's a very common one because sometimes one parent is more strict than another. It's very common that's the case. And one has a more relational side of approach to parenting and one has a more firm approach to parenting. Neither of them are wrong necessarily. In fact, there's a lot of good ways to raise children today. And Sometimes having um, differences in parents is actually a good thing. Dads always do it differently than moms, and that's okay. But it makes it easier when two parents are talking together and they talk about those values, because uh, if we actually get down to the the, the values that we hold, I think we'll find that dad and mom often share very similar values. They're just implementing them in different ways or Mm -hmm. in different times. And so uh, this kind of discussion is um a very important thing we do with our kids so uh i I think that it's helpful for us as parents to make a decision about what we're going to do and which uh which value we're going to emphasize which conviction we're going to hold on this particular situation and then we have to talk about it with the kids so sometimes the more firm parent might be the one to come in and say you know we've decided to give you some grace here and let you do it uh, and some freedom to make your own choice here." So. Or, or maybe the, the one who tends to be more um, relational comes in and says, you know, we've decided to that, no, we're not going to allow you to do that. We're going to be more firm. And what that does, it brings the parents on the same page with, as far as the children are concerned. So having these, I call them parent huddles. Mm. The parent huddles are discussions we have with our, uh, as parents before we implement, before we decide what we're going to do and then how we implement it. Those are the two questions. And, and having those parenting huddles is really good. I think for helping parents to get on the same page, I think parents are on more on the same page than they think sometimes if they would talk more about values, they might not agree on the rules or how we implement them, but the values are often very similar, and so having discussions about those is strategic, and when they're different, then we have to decide are we going to be this kind of a family or that kind of a family, and that'll decide what kind of rules we have for our home
1: yeah, it's so important to to have these conversations, and it's so easy to. Take these things for granted, and to just, um, yeah, to just continue—not um, necessarily by design, but just, uh, but just because we're so busy—to continue into um, using the rules and maybe changing the rules without thinking very, you know, very deep about why the why around them or under under them. So I do, um, and we do want to encourage parents to um, give um, some thought to how to the rules they're having in their house, to how they're implementing them and also how they are um, explaining and talking to, your ch- to their children about it. Um, I also encourage parents to read or listen to the chapter in the book, in the Home Improvement book. Dr. Scott, I think you have um, given some great examples there. I f- found my- myself laughing many times <laughs> reading. Um, any final thoughts for this episode, Dr. Scott?
0: Yeah, let me just share another very practical rule that Mm -hmm. was one we mentioned in the chapter uh, in Home Improvement. It's uh, what we call a stop rule. And um, it's one of those rules that we develop that uh, levels the playing field for children when they're teasing or tickling or playing some kind of a game like that. When the squirt guns are out and you're shooting squirt guns, Mm -hmm. uh, usually somebody wants to stop before somebody else wants to stop. And when the uh, other person continues on, then that's when the tears come or the anger comes and so having some kind of a stop rule is important now what's the value behind that well i think that a stop rule communicates that words are important and and jesus said let your yes be yes and your no no when he was talking about not swearing Mm. let your words just be important and valuable but I, i think the same thing's true in family life when we're talking with our children that when when a child one child says no or i'm done or I don't want to play anymore. Or the other child needs to listen. It's a rule that we have. So we create a stop rule in order to address sibling conflict. That's just one of the examples in the book, but there are many others that parents can implement because the rules do really reflect the values we have. And then the rules become these these hooks that we hang life on that uh, allow us to know when we have a foul ball or we have a strike. And, and then we can, and children are actually learning something that'll be good for the rest of their lives. So, This idea of equipping our children for the rest of their lives is strategic uh, because sometimes children don't get it. And uh, when when we describe the convictions behind the rules, then children are learning more than just the rules. They're learning the principles by which we live life. And when we do the same thing, hopefully we're going to tie as many of these rules we have and convictions into God's Word because God's Word then provides us with the resources, the tools, the wisdom to know how to move forward. It's just a powerful concept that we can use to pass the faith on to our children, and it's just one of the eight secrets that we describe in the Home Improvement book. Mm. Home Improvement, the parenting book you can read to your kids. Uh, some people will want more than that. they want the coaching program, you know, to get involved one-on-one with a coach to help them r- kind of redirect their family or help a child in particular overcome some major challenges. You know, we got those tools too, but at this point, reading this one book or listening to it would be powerful in the lives of families.
1: Yeah, and we, we do encourage parents to do that. In fact, if you are interested um, to listen to all of our episodes, we have um, an archive, uh, the archive is now 23 episodes. So, a lot of topics that myself and Dr. Scott are, deep, are discussing with a lot of ideas, practical ideas, that you can apply straight away. So we want to encourage you to use those um, resources along with the resources on biblicalparenting.org Dr. Squad, thank you so much for your time today. Um, We send uh, our blessing to all the parents listening